0: Foundations.
1: They had voted to have Abimelech, who wasn't even Jewish, to be the leader of their nation. And a guy by the name of Jotham, he basically tells this parable to the people and says, you're being so foolish.
0: Foundations, understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. You might have heard the phrase, scripture interprets scripture, and this is true, but what about the law of first mention? Very often understanding what something means is anchored solidly in the first time it's mentioned in the Bible. That's what we're going to be learning about today, and in particular, looking at the subject of thorns.
1: Yeah, uh, we've talked about the law of first mention a couple of times. I think we've mentioned that in Foundations a few times, but I found a really good definition online that I wanted to read. The Law or the Principle of First Mention is a guideline that some people use for studying Scripture. The Law of First Mention says that to understand a particular word or doctrine, we must find the first place in Scripture that word or doctrine is revealed and study that passage." The reasoning is that the Bible's first mention of a concept is the simplest and clearest presentation and doctrines are then more fully developed on that foundation. So to fully understand an important and complex theological concept, Bible students are advised to start with its first mention.
0: That's a fairly thorough definition, but I guess the question is, do we see that actually playing out in Scripture?
1: I believe you can. I believe this is true. Okay, here's an example. Remember uh, Joseph, um, he was notorious for having his wonderful dreams. Mm. And then he had this dream that 11 stars and the sun and the moon bowed down to him. Now, when he shared this with his father Jacob, Jacob understood that the symbols in the dream were identifying himself as the sun, his wife as the moon, and the 11 stars as his brothers. And you can read that account Mm. in Genesis 37. But what this tells us is that the sun, the stars, and the moon uh, were symbolically identifying the Jewish people, the patriarch, the matriarch, and the 12 sons, which were the 12 tribal patriarchs, mm. and from them comes the nation of Israel. But can that be confirmed elsewhere? Yeah, it can, because if you read Revelation uh, chapter 12, verse 1, it says that there was a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and on her head was a crown of 12 stars. Now, if you go on to read that chapter, it's too much now, but it talks about this woman in uh, in the heavens. She's pregnant. She's about to give birth to a child. The child is going to, when he's born, he's going to rule the nations with a rod of iron. Well, who's going to rule the nations? Jesus the Messiah. Mm. So therefore, this is talking about his parentage, his family line. Well, who did Jesus come from? Some people say it was the church, but that's a problem because, Mm. one, the bride of Christ is not married yet and she shouldn't be pregnant. Yeah. Okay, but because we've already had this first mention of the sun, moon, and stars being the Jewish people, we know that the genealogy of Jesus is through the Jewish people. Okay so you read that in its fullness and you go okay that mm. explains so scripture does interpret scripture
0: it helps to take away some of the confusion because that particular passage in revelation is has been misunderstood and misrepresented yeah. uh, you know by a number of different you know, people over the years Exactly. But if we look at the first mention it takes away a lot of that uh, um, ambiguity it takes
1: the confusion away and it and it means that you can you can stay on track mm. and and actually it makes sense
0: Makes <laughs> right. well, just makes sense Well of course another example would be the, the parable of the sower That mm. Jesus uh, shared yep. in, the, in the Gospels But he actually says to his disciples about this Because the you know, parable was shared No one really understood what it was The, the uh, disciples come to him and say Explain it to us But in Mark 4.13 Jesus says to them Don't you understand this parable? How will you understand all the parables? So Jesus is effectively saying If you can get a grasp on what these things mean that'll explain a lot of other things as well.
1: And again, this emphasizes this law of first mention. He says, "If you, I'm gonna, I've told you this parable, there's got all these elements to it. If you understand this, you'll understand them all. Mm. But if you don't understand those, you're not going to understand the other ones. Yeah. So yeah, the law of first mention is, um, it's a pretty big deal and it's repeated and, and expressed in the scripture quite a bit. So you want to know and understand what the Bible is talking about, Go to the first place that it's mentioned and that gives you a pretty good grasp or a good starting point on mm. which you can develop your study. Yep. Okay, so with that in mind, the law of first mention, we're going to start by looking at thorns um, and how they're mentioned or where they're mentioned in Scripture. So the very first place that thorns are mentioned is in Genesis chapter 3, verses 17 to 18. It says this, Then to Adam he said, This is God. Because you've listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree about which I commanded you, saying you shall not eat from it, cursed is the ground because of you. In toil you'll eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles it shall grow for you and you'll eat the plants of the field. Okay, so right from there you can see that the very first mention of thorns is in relation to sin and the curse, mm. all right? Now, we tend to think of parables as being a New Testament thing, but there's a really, really interesting parable in the book of Judges. It's in Judges 9. Have you heard the parable of the
0: trees? Yes, it's a great passage, actually. I love yeah. reading this one. Um, and it's, a, it's as you say, it's a, a parable that is shared to try to paint this picture of, uh, of what's happening with the people who were basically looking for the lowest common denominator, to be their their ruler. Nobody else wanted to do it. So in the parable, the bramble is chosen to be the king over all the trees.
1: Exactly, because, because what had happened was is they... During the time of the judges, they had, uh, uh, you know, the people would go from um, being right with God, they'd rebel, they'd fall into idolatry, then they'd come under judgment when the nations around them persecuted them and crushed them. Then they'd repent, they'd cry out to God, He'd send them a judge, they'd be delivered, and this cycle went Mm. on and on and on. But they didn't have a particular ruler. And so, in this particular parable in, in Judges chapter 9, it's verses 6 to 15, I won't read it all, but it's basically. They had actually voted to have Abimelech, who wasn't even Jewish, Mm. to be the leader of their nation. And a guy by the name of um, Jotham, he basically tells this parable to the people and says, you're being so foolish, Mm. you know. And he says, let me tell you this this story, this parable. And he says, there's all the trees looking for a leader who's going to be a leader over them. And so there's the cypress, there's the olive, there's a, there's the you know the the myrtle and, and all the rest of it, and they and they all say no, we don't want to be a leader, we don't want to be a leader, find somebody else. So they settle for the bramble. Now the word um, bramble in Hebrew is atad, and it basically means thorn. So bramble bush is a thorn bush. Yeah. So they opted for this thorn bush, this non-Jewish leader who was going to crush them and destroy them. I mean, what do you know about thorns and brambles? They literally grow in amongst healthy things and they choke them out and mm. they bring destruction and death. And so this parable was saying to the people, you've got you've got good, strong, healthy, you know, good people here and none of you wants to take the responsibility of leading the nation. You're going to let this, this wicked man lead you and it's going to bring you destruction so mm. this is this um this uh, parable but again you see this imagery of the thorn as being a curse something that is gonna you know um, destroy and choke out and bring destruction and hardship and hard life I don't know if you've ever seen scrubland that's full of bramble mm. trying to cultivate that land <laughs> yeah, that's right it's nasty it's yeah. really nasty. Okay, so you see that this law of first mention sets in tone the meaning of words. And so when we get into our next program, actually, we're going to look in particular at thorns and and see something quite remarkable that actually is contrary to what we've been learning, and then we're going to learn why it's it's contrary, which is really quite fantastic.
0: And it all relates to that law of first mention. So we'll continue to look at thorns with that premise in our next program on Foundations. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations.